tried to position you good. All right, and of course, I need to give my clap so that they always don't get charged. I don't get a flagrant foul uh, for offending pod gods. The clap gods. Oh, the pod. That's a way better, way better thing than you said. I like that. The pod, pod gods. gods. It yeah. is. It is. We 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 shan't be endearing ourselves <laughs> to anyone else but the pod gods. They are the controllers of our fate. They control our numbers, and it would appear that they are just furious with us, Mister Wyden. Uh, they have have not deigned to smile kindly upon us, and it is because of mine iniquities and. I, I intend to remedy that this evening. Um, and I think we should do so by just talking about the worst of the worst stuff. You know, like, we've been getting away with just talking about mild-ish kind of scary things. But we need to, we need to go full in. We need to talk oh. about the, the worst shit you ever did here. Because... Chris, we got a little bit of all of it this week. We, we got a we got a big Sunday of crap this week. Just in a wild, <laughs> wild manner, especially for the fact that a full seven days have passed, and boy, it feels like there's a month's worth of just utter disappointing bullshit to talk about. Oh, there is. Welcome to the It Is Nigh podcast, mm-hmm. sweet listener. We're happy to have you here. We're less happy about what we're going to talk about. Yes, but, but least... together we pray to the pod gods for good listens and 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 and, and, and less bad news mayhap. Less may mayhaps. We'll see. Let's start with uh <sighs> let's start with a uh with a <clears throat> with a shooting? This I I guess I guess yeah, let's start with the latest you... school shooting. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Which I will say, kind of, kind of got a lot of fascinating developments from Giving Tuesday on November thirtieth to to now. So earlier this week, Harrison and I are recording this on December fifth, Sunday. <coughs> but earlier this week on Tuesday, it uh, it was it, it, it was a it was another day in America for for kids, and that meant going to school and um potentially getting deaded by a fellow classmate four fellow students died and i think was it six or eight harrison were injured including a teacher yeah and this happened in michigan um what's wild about this story and we now know is that it could have stopped Specifically, the parents of this child yeah. could have stopped it. There were several there were times opportunities to do something, and including including the morning of the shooting, including, the morning right. of the shooting, the school called in the parents to be like, "Hey, we found this drawing your 15 year old son did, and it's literally like a drawing of a mass shooting, and it has the words like written on it: the thoughts won't go away. Please help me." And his parents were like. Nah, he's good. We're not going to pull him from school for the day. We'll see you later. Bye. And then that afternoon, their son committed some murders. 
Um, the parents also apparently bought him this gun, like it's his dad's gun, because it's illegal for a 15-year-old to own a gun, but they have a bunch of social posts that basically say that this gun is his, like, Christmas present, they go to the shooting range together, there's, like, a whole text string about, like, trying to, like, hide, <clears throat> like, hide the fact that he's, like, a, a right-wing nut job from people, and... And then right. the parents so like fucking like, skip town. To learn how to get away with it? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like the parents should one encourage the sort of like behavior that led to this kid becoming a mass shooter. They also did nothing to help their son, who was literally putting out cries for help <laughs> to be like, "Hey, like I don't think this kid wanted to do what he did," based on like his terrifying please help me drawing, but clearly was being driven to have these thoughts and was having like pro gun, like pro Trump because his mom, we now know is a very pro and I'm sure his father was, is as well, very pro Trump people. So it's like, you have all this crazy rhetoric being put into you. You probably think the world's falling apart because you're 15 and it feels like that hormonally. Oh, and also it is actually, um, which must be really fun right. to be a teenager right now. Because I mean, and it's very you have easy. a gun. That's a, that's a good point, though. It's very easy for these people to capitalize on the feeling that everything is going wrong. And then the answers that they're providing are like, it's going wrong because more people are getting rights. And that means you have less rights. And that's a bad thing. We need to fight against that. Save your race, boy. Also, make sure this you treat this as your gun and you hang on to it. Yeah. And like walk around with it as a concealed weapon. <laughs> Uh, the parents, so anyway, this, like, I don't want to, I've, very, it's a very tragic event, this always is, it sucks, like, you know, I have some friends who have lost family members in mass shootings, and it's just, like, this affects, this affects everyone, not only in a cultural sense, but it also just, like, there's so many people affected by this, and before we get more into it, I guess it's just worth saying that, like, you know, just remember with any this this will not be the first the last time by any stretch. So just you know, keep that in mind. That like yes, these like the shooters and the reasons for crazy people doing horrible violent shit is uh, it's worth delving into. But remember, there's always a tinge of morbid fascination there, and we also need to be like this is tragic. Like not only is it like this is objectively a bad thing but it also is like subjectively and personally tragic to so many people yeah and and it will and be it's also, to so many it's more also people. utterly tragic <laughs> that you can have a place that like a few days later a member of congress posts like a christmas card with all the members of his family just like holding ars like hope santa brings ammo and that just like 50% of the population is like, there's no problem. I, I see no problem here. Yeah. So, I mean, it's, it's like, so... oh, oh my God. Okay. Well, that's one on the messaging side that apparently we lost. Is that like, this is, this is not cool to be obsessed with these things. And like, even the people that are sitting there being like, oh, I need this for protection or whatever. It's like, then why are you fucking waving it in my face all the goddamn time? Why are you yeah. always talking about how sick these things are and how cool it is that you could kill so many people with this at any time? And then when it happens, you're like, yeah, but not everyone's like that. It's like, well, the, 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 you know, 
I don't know. Mixed messaging, motherfucker. Mixed fucking yeah. messaging. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, it's bad. These what's what's to to kind of carry this this story forward a little bit more though. I do find it interesting that given obviously the kid is being charged, but both of his parents are being charged with manslaughter um, for for like kind of being negligent parents, but also creating the situation for their son to be a mass shooter and then not doing anything to stop it. Down to the, and I mean, clearly not only is it like I'm interested by this parents are liable in this scenario take, I think that's a good take to have in this case because there is just so much evidence that they are basically liable for it. But even if you wanted to argue the uh, the alternative that they aren't liable, I would say, then why did they run? Because people yeah. who run from the law when your son's in jail um, and he's a minor yeah. and you decide to get out of Dodge and then have to get arrested like in Detroit, probably trying to like find a sneaky way out of the country or some shit. Mm-hmm. It's just like you guys... Like, you guys are clearly, you know that you are liable in some way, because why would you be running? Right. <laughs> I mean, know? why Why is your first thought after your, I mean, it, it, it's like, what What? What was the, uh, the one this summer where the boyfriend, like, killed the person? Uh, oh, like, out in the middle of nowhere, and then, like, yeah, the yeah, cops, yeah. like, and let then, them go and then, right like, before I the mean, those parents didn't Ugh. run. You know, like, I definitely think that they probably obfuscated and covered for their son. But, like, your first instinct is to hit the road, Jack? Can, I, I, what, I, don't, I don't know that there's, like, a guilty as fuck or, like, response to something like that. Yeah, it's like, and especially, it's like, not only is that a guilty as fuck response, that's a guilty as fuck response, and it's, like, kind of cruel. Yeah. It's like, again... Their son is a minor yeah. in prison, yeah. and they skipped town. Yeah. Like, <laughs> well, I mean, of course they're fucking terrible people. I mean, to say nothing of like their their poor parenting skills and just like filling his head with this nonsense to begin with. But your your, I mean, this is just an extraordinary situation because I feel like with at least some of these shooters, the parents are like, oh, we had no idea. These motherfuckers had every idea and they at least had a few chances where they could have done something, you know, like to say fully stop is to play a level of like speculative fiction that I just am not willing to get into. But you can definitely say that they could have done something on multiple occasions. And not only they did, did they not? So that's the sin of omission. They were also like egging him on by just filling his head yeah. with fucking nonsense and communicating well, and basically shit, tell like, you need to learn how to not get caught yeah which is like cute and funny until it's not well, it's until, also like i people are dead and injured right and by no means am i suggesting that like in all cases parents should be held liable if their child commits a mass shooting at school no Most, what we're like, saying if... is that this is this is a very different case where I yeah. do think that there is a level of culp- a level of criminal negligence, if yes. nothing else, that absolutely does need to be addressed. That's there's a difference that's between what's different and like and I hate that already the right is trying to spin this as like 
They're going after gun people now. It's like, oh my oh God, my God. If this isn't the situation in which there is actually a level of liability here. I don't that that's what proves that there's no Rubicon for these people. You know, oh, there's yeah. no there's no scenario in which this can be bad enough to warrant like prosecution in their mind. Oh, yeah. I mean, and it's it's also just, yeah, it's God. because it ruins it's, their whole like lone wolf theory. Like, it really all does. Of they this can't is handle it upon selling people on the idea that no, no, most of the people that have guns aren't dangerous which is technically true, but that doesn't make the minority of gun owners that end up, or, you know, people that are just getting guns. I I would argue that all all gun owners are extremely dangerous. Not, not, That's I not, understand that yeah, you're, I, I, I mean, know where you're saying, yeah, yeah. but like, if you own a gun, you're a dangerous person. You have a kill stick. Like, <laughs> that just means you're dangerous by possessing a tool that can kill people faster than you can blink. Sure, like, but it's not, it's not, <laughs> I would say it's not like, I don't know. It's not like an no, indictment on someone's character. Necessarily. Yeah, you are not a dangerous. You are not a dangerous you are person dangerous. in the normal meaning of. <laughs> it, I know what you mean. I'm just making that distinction That's to fair. be like, also guns are dangerous, and also like you know the Columbine parent. If you're if you're a normal parent, you're gonna let your kids in high school go do shit where you don't know what's going on. They're saying they're going to someone's house. You say, okay, and then you don't see them for the afternoon. Like, it's not your fault if they're planning a mass murder during that time. Like, it's fair for you to assume, unless you are being given just unmistakable and consistent signs that something is wrong, like, it's not fair for you to assume that, like, or it is fair for you to assume that your kids are like just being teenagers and hanging out together. And even if they're dark, it's like, yeah, teenagers are dark. Like that's what makes this like one of those things where it's like in many circumstances, do I think parents are not liable? There's a difference between like, yeah, my kids are brooding. Yeah. It's like in most circumstances, because teenagers are brooding motherfuckers who say fucked up shit all the time. And most of them aren't mass shooters, but they're when you're texting your kid, when you hear about a mass shooting on the news, because this I don't think either of us have said this yet, when the mass shooting became public, the uh, the mom of this of this guy of this of this student texted him. His name is Ethan, and said, "Ethan, don't do it." I mean, at that point, it had already been done, but that's also just like so you you knew, like you knew when you heard a mass shooting was taking place at your son's school that your son had to have been the shooter. Well, they also, uh, the dad called 911 and said that. And well, he also reported his gun missing, but all of those things happened after they had heard on the news that a shooting had occurred. But the point is that like, if it was not beyond the pale, like if you knew well enough to the point that like, you heard on the news and then were immediately like, oh, it's got to be him. No, yeah. I, I mean, I get what you're saying. The point the point is that I, I, I don't, like, this isn't, I, I know the further into this we're going to get, and they've already started for, you know, the blood is even dry. The, the right just saying that they're going after the parents as like a form of political retribution. And and the point is that this absolutely is not that because this is such an, a different situation. I agree. Yeah, I 
it's an interest. It's anyway. It's something. It's something. It just to watch. sucks. It sucks to be in a in a place where significant portions of the population are just obsessed with something so utterly dangerous, to the point that like, if you said, "Hey, maybe we cool it with that," they're gonna they're gonna fight back so hard that they're going to make even more dangerous weapons easier to get. Oh yeah. I mean, it's going to be, it's, it's fascinating to watch this occur because it's, I'm trying to think of like the right metaphor. I guess what it's like is it's like when you go to the circus and you see someone fucking juggling, you know, burning torches on a tightrope and you're like, oh man, this is intense because one, you're on a tightrope and you could just fall, but two, you're also holding something that's on fire. Like you could burn the tightrope, you could burn yourself, the whole place go up in flames. It's the anticipation and the spectacle of danger and none of that happens. It's it's like our country is that. Yeah. But the dude on the tightrope juggling fucking torches is doing it for the first time in his life. Like that's what I feel like every time one of these things happens and it's just like, wait, who let the who let that guy up there? Like <laughs> like every single time it's just like, what no, no. <laughs> this doesn't have to be this stupid, but we've always choose the stupidest path and like the most dangerous thing. And and it's just crazy, crazy to watch your officials do this over and over again. Yeah. It's like you know that the tipping point eventually is no more country, right? right. And because you're one of the government well, people, that means like you're out. It's also like, – <laughs> and perhaps this is a good transition to the next topic. Here we go. Is that they out of the other side, these same people that are always jumping to the defense – of like the weapons quicker than the victims. Yeah. These are the same people that are like I don't want I don't want women to have rights because I care about kids. <laughs> the irony Where is that so rich. Social. I love that. Let's put kids in prison at the border. Let's let's put kids to death under the death penalty as opposed let's try them as adults arbitrarily meaning basically every time it's not a white child like let's let's just make the state a child murder machine but heaven forbid we have a fucking abortion like and of course two men talking about this don't give it any real justice right but the same violence obsessed I mean, is it like when is it okay to call them lunatics? Because that's the thing is that like I hate I hate that sort of terminology because like it's ad hominem, okay? It is that's the sort of wording that turns me off about a lot of like right-wing pundits, you know, is that they're like the left is crazy. But when you have people that are so devoted to an idea that they will sacrifice the blood of our children to keep it around what am i supposed to call that yeah what is what is not crazy about yeah. that i mean especially it's... when out of the other sides of their mouth you know like i would at least like it to be consistent you know like if yeah. these if these pro or if these anti-abortion people were also like super duper duper pro gun legislation cuz they're like well yes 
We told you before, we legitimately care about kids. Yes, we should work on the foster system. Yes, we should, you know, all these things. Yes, we should yeah. work on the healthcare system because if I'm telling you as the state that you have to have this child, uh, I think the state then has to be responsible for that child. Yeah. I mean, like, like, take it to its logical fucking conclusion, you goddamn cowards. But you won't. <laughs> no, they really... Uh, it's... So, to fill in the listener, in case you are one of our international uh, folks and you're unaware, uh, the Supreme Court of the United States is hearing a case right now about a law that passed in Mississippi in, I believe, 2019, maybe 2020. I kind of forget the past several years have been a blur of fire and hellstorm. So I don't remember when the law passed, but basically it's a law in Mississippi that says abortions are illegal after I think it is 15 weeks is the letter of the law, which if you're a man, that is literally like the, the 15 weeks, that amount of time is like usually the fastest amount of time that people find out they're pregnant. Usually you don't know you're pregnant like at 15 weeks when you are. So when you find out you're pregnant, you've missed your window to go get an abortion <laughs> under this law, which is kind of an it's that's as a problem because that goes against an earlier Supreme Court case from the 90s that basically said you're not allowed to impose an undue burden on women trying to get an abortion. Right. Which Casey is like yeah, Casey. Yeah. This is definitely an undue burden, which means oh, it's beyond an when undue. You break, and when it you break, like, yeah, I mean, when we look at the scope, basically what it what the scope is here, and and this is what you'll see in the news is like this is the case where the court is very at least five of our six conservative justices are like very keen on getting rid of Roe v. Wade, and this is their opportunity. Yeah. And it's going to be unlikely that that doesn't happen. Yeah. And if it doesn't happen, it'll it will happen. It just won't happen in the exact timing, like, clean that, yeah. cut way that people think. It'll yeah. happen in a way where it's like functionally Roe v. Wade is gone, yeah. but they get to say that they didn't completely take it down. But it's like it's functionally gone with the Mississippi. If the Mississippi law is upheld and that is the entire decision, functionally Roe v. Wade is gone. Yeah. Like that's so even that's like the bare minimum of of the court doing anything here and that sure, destroys man. it like that so that's the one spectrum the wild thing is that that well no okay so i guess the best case scenario is them slow walking it and dismantling it over the next few years at least to give some people time to like file you know counter shit and all that the middle worst thing that they can do is abolish it outright on the spot just sending not only a ton of people's stance legally into question but also just eviscerating the public's faith in the court and i mean that that part like cannot be understated enough because even the conservative justices that originally decided roe v wade and upheld it in casey both times a big legal reasoning that they rested on is public trust is that like yeah. they couldn't, in good faith, in good conscience, upend that many lives at once without a good fucking reason to do so, and it just like wasn't there. Which let's let's look at and and why. So if you're a listener, why would we be 
why why isn't that as much of a thing we think would happen now and the reason is the supreme court has a six nine conservative majority and five out of those six are fucking fringe right wingers who are have all been very vocal against roe v wade pre-becoming supreme court justices are you cons- and many of them since becomes yeah. becoming supreme court justices who's in your so, lineup like, there yeah, it's like it, there are plenty of people. I think the court historically tends so, to care wait, about. Wait, but you're talking opinion. about Coney Barrett, oh, Kavanaugh, Coney Barrett, Gorsuch, Kavanaugh, Gorsuch, Alito, Thomas, Thomas. Okay. I mean, Rob, like, but that's the thing is that even though Roberts may not be like. Even if Roberts doesn't side with them, it doesn't fucking No, 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 matter. no, no. That's not at all what I'm saying. Roberts is going to side with them. Roberts is, is trying to find some sort of middle path. That, which is why all of his questions are about like viability is because yeah. he, he's trying to find a way to not make it so that the worst thing happens, which is that the entire legal underpinning of Roe v. Wade, which is fundamentally about privacy, that's what they're going for ultimately. That's what the briefs of like the, the people representing Mississippi are saying is that they want to – question that entire legal reasoning which would also bring Oberfell into question and also like could even get into like how much rights you have like with towards the patriot act and all that shit or like can the yeah. government just spy on you Ober, because Oberfell be- for listeners is the is and correct me if i'm wrong harrison this is the uh uh how your house is your castle doctrine which is that the right one we're basically like it's the supreme court has a right to privacy you have a right to privacy the like state can't pass laws no the uh uh oberfell is um is gay marriage oberfell's gay marriage okay there's a there's an earlier case from the 20th century involving i think it was a sodomy case um and it was it was about a a, a straight couple yeah. actually who was just like or, or it wasn't so sodomy it was like fellatio like they were like giving each other blowjobs and like basically somehow somebody found out about it and like they got arrested and had to take it to the supreme court and the supreme court was like we can't be making laws about what people do in their bedrooms yeah. like and that is like a cornerstone part of American privacy, but that is also something the fringe conservative right, which more of the right in this country is getting these fringe opinions. Right. They don't want you to have a right to privacy. No. They don't want you to have real freedoms. You're sure allowed to say whatever you want, but like they're the people, you're allowed to say whatever you want as long as we can listen. Right. They're like, the people that watch uh, Handmaid's Tale and went, this looks rad. This. Let's do this. Yeah, let's have this be the country. God. And so, but that's that's what's so scary is, like, we have five justices who really, really, really want to get rid of Roe v. Wade. Well, it but then, but no, 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 but happen. that's what I was saying is that I do think I would consider Roberts to be among them. Like, oh, I would consider Roberts to be among them. He's the been, he's been waiting for this opportunity for as long as he's been on the court, which is, but, I think, a big reason why he's threaded the needle on some of these other decisions. I think he wants to be among them, and by no means would I be surprised if it is a 6-3 vote. Uh-huh. But if, like, the other five are pushing for, like, something that's, like, way... The most destructive version of this, mm-hmm. I can see Roberts siding with the liberals just so historically the court, like, looks a little more even-handed on this. Well, and, and also, like, it, like, somewhat kind of 
uh, uh, cares about precedent, you know? Because, like, yeah. they're the whole people that criticize it when the opposite issue, they're like, you're legislating from the bench. It's like, ooh. But, like, think about that's how all much the right shit. has ever done. Yeah. Like, that's what Citizens United is, is the fucking oh court God. legislating from the bench. Yeah. Now, okay, I have a question. So, if this goes, so this is going to go awry, okay? In that, like, they're at least probably going to get, uh, row overturn what what do you think is going to be like the new red meat for republicans like what do they have left because i feel like they've sacrificed so much of their ability to even claim like a moral position other than this oh i mean they're just going to move it to they're going to move it you know you start with women and then you move it to trans people trans people is all they're already in the sites like we're Mm. already writing laws that like are anti-trans children so like what are they isn't it incredible like their ability to produce bullshit like like to produce like non-problems and present them and be like you need to be scared because this i was like what what because people are people are being who they are it's like yeah that's something to be afraid if they're who they are they might not be like me that's a problem can't have that I mean, this is like part of the reason. I mean, I hate I hate the former now dead justice Antonin Scalia a lot Burn for a hell. lot of different reasons. But among those reasons is like he has said, and I firmly think that like pretty much all the other you know conservative justices on the court probably agree with this. They just aren't as big of assholes as Scalia was, so he's the only one who said it out loud. Mm-hmm. But he was just he was very anti the supreme court oberfeld he was very anti oberfeld and the decision that the court made to legalize gay marriage literally because it would it would eliminate the stigma of being homosexual in the country it's like (laughs) his whole thing was not he's like i don't care that people are homosexual but i want but i want other to feel bad about it yeah it's like i want there to be a stigma so that you feel bad about it so that less people are public about who they are and it's just like man you just like fucking said that like you just like like, put that in like the book of history for the for you were comfortable putting your name to this (laughs) you're a piece of shit but that's the thing it's like these people don't care like yeah we're at the supreme court level we are not talking anymore about people who think they're doing the right thing and are, you know, the road to hell is paved with good intentions. Mm-hmm. No, these are the people who know exactly what they're doing. Yeah. This is like, they, they have thought about it. They're trying to get to it the cleverest and the fastest way they can. They don't, they don't care. They don't, they don't have empathy for you as a citizen. They don't think about the citizen in their Supreme Court decisions. That's why the Supreme Court now, over the past two decades, has shifted their decision-making to be less about the people involved in the cases and how it affects the citizenry and more about procedure. Yeah. Supreme Court cases come down to whether or not the lawyer filed the thing at the right time, yeah. or whether or not it's a legal question the court should bother handling with, or so we'll just punt it. Like every qualified immunity cop case is like, well, the rights weren't really well established. So instead of us being the court establishing those fucking rights, we're just going to say the rights weren't established, punt. Like, <laughs> don't want to think about it. 
it's, I it's, mean, I mean, it's on the most obvious shit where you're like, it's right there. The, 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 the rights, are, you should probably just lean into having more rights. Like, no, it can't be that simple. It's like, well, eh, maybe, maybe, maybe. Yeah. And this, I mean, it's just support, so, speak, support speak, the Chris. women in your life and be patient and kind because that's something that a, one of my one of my friends was talking about the other day and she made this point and it's a really great point which is every woman's fucking stressed right now because they're literally about to lose rights over their own bodies so as we go into the holiday season any time that you are interacting with a woman in your life that you know or don't know in any capacity just remember that their rights are, have probably been taken away by the time we get to Christmas, or if the court decides to wait until after Christmas, which they might do, their rights will be taken away after Christmas. Yeah. So it's like... Talking mostly, gonna... to, talking mostly to do it on this one. Women... Yeah, I'm not women know this already. Right <laughs> but from, from dude to dude, just like remember that like... Every every woman in your life has a right to be fucking pissed at every man they see, and it, the nicest thing you can do is nothing. Yeah. Let it happen because guess what? You're fucking fine. Like if the most that happens to you out of out of the right for women to have control over their bodies going away is that a woman is mean to you for five minutes, suck it up. Yeah. Like <laughs> no one gives a shit, you asshole. <laughs> Especially, I mean, not even normally, but especially now. Yeah, and I'm just saying, I'm not saying that because, like, I have noticed this or anything, but, like, that is a trauma that every woman in this country is going through right now. It is already in process, and we need to be respectful and mindful of what 50% of the population is going through. All of us are going through this because, remember, once any rights are taken away, more line up on the chopping block they, they never stop once you start taking away rights it's not like oh well we're done taking away rights they're gonna keep trying to take more and more and more now that it's begun so everyone should be freaking out and should feel traumatized but right now the most traumatized people are you know the female 50 percent of the population and i'm including trans women in this and trans men in this conversation because trans men are people with uteruses and trans women are you know people who are next in line <laughs> um after after we get rid of you know a woman's right to choose so try to try to just be kind i guess is the is the end of that it's good Ugh. all right um well i i want to get to bad content in a second but we should mention the, the thing everyone already knows, which is there's an Omicron new COVID oh, variant Jesus. called Omicron. Uh -huh. It's happening. The thing that everyone said was going to happen if we didn't get vaccinations out across the world fast enough happened. Uh, it's likely that this virus has been in the U.S. well before it was named Omicron. So probably for a month or so now, even though we've only officially caught it in the U.S., from like i don't know a week ago roughly um so you know get your fucking booster i'm getting mine 
next week and also wear a mask and try not to be an asshole just because you know you don't like wearing none of us want to wear a mask all the time but you know just try to do the right thing or you know if you're not going to wear a mask just hang out with some trump supporters or something um you know maybe you'll all die and then we'll be rid of some more of you which is not something i want to put out there because we should respect and love our fellow citizens but also if you support taking away people's rights fuck you Um, yeah it is kind of hard (laughs) to be agreeable towards them at the moment it's there's there's a time to be angry and um and i think it's okay i think now can be one of those times um I haven't been holding my mic today, but I have been shouting, so I'm hoping that the audio is getting picked up. I can hear. All right, do you want to transition to bad content, Harry, or do you have anything else you want to touch on today? Um, no. I don't know. Everything sucks. Omicron and rights and... Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. At least I've been I've been playing Pokemon this whole time, so that kind of makes it a little better. You've been getting a little bit of relief. A little bit. I'm not a ton. I'm shiny hunting. Oh. Um. And it's not going great. I was kind of hoping it would happen on the pod. Uh. It it, it still could. It still could. It still could. It still could. But uh, yeah, this little. This little two minutes, uh, it, I guess, is replacing It Is Pie, which it is not pie any longer. But if you enjoyed It's It Is Pie, you would like to see it return, just tweet at It Is Nigh, hashtag It Is Pie. Thank you. Here's some music. Yeah, we did get to hear some good, good tunes, though. So that was yeah. that was good. That was nice. It was even. nice. So nice. We did we did, did we, we did it twice. There's been two musical hoops. There'll be a third. But so far, yeah. Chris, take it away. I think I've provided plenty of the bad <laughs> so far. This week's bad content is one I wanted to do, uh, and Harrison uh-huh. graciously agreed, um, because of all the the mountains of <laughs> shitty news, and we did not touch on like half of the shitty news uh-uh. we could have touched on. There's not enough time. Yeah, we have limited out. time. Uh, <laughs> uh, the bad content for this week is Joe Biden. Mm. That's right. Joe Biden is our bad content. And the reason I wanted to do this is, yeah, I wanted to rant about Joe Biden, mainly, but also 
everything that's going on this week is indicative of of shit that Joe Biden could do to have to help to do anything positive, none of which he is doing. So let's begin with the simple thing. What is like the easiest thing that every president has and can do at all times, no matter what? The answer is uh, open their mouths and hop on national television. So like, why, where are you, Joe? Like we're taking away women's rights and you're not getting on the TV to be like, Hey, this is bad. We should stop this and like whip up some public discourse and like try to get like a better opinion out there or Hmm. I don't know. Maybe this wouldn't have happened if we had packed the court. That's another thing you could do, Joe. Like, what, what is this guy doing with his presidency? Because right now it is a mediocre, like, like one. What? Hold on. I wrote this down because I because I got angry thinking about it the other day. No book. He he has overwhelmingly failed to get his like major legislative three point five trillion dollar build back better bill passed and now it is being passed but it's like literally Neutered. less than half yeah. yeah it's less than half the money it does way less shit it is going to be like the most expansive and biggest like you know safety net-esque bill slash infrastructure bill to pass ever or in like a century or some shit mm-hmm and it still ain't good enough. Yeah. Like it's like it might be the biggest one, but we needed more than the original plan yeah. was for. Yeah. And now it's like less than half of that. Like we're it wouldn't have done enough, but at least it would have expanded healthcare to way more citizens. It's now expanding healthcare to like just a few more citizens. Mm-hmm. Like it would have established a universal basic income for like literally all all families, everyone with kids. Now that's gone. And that would have been a huge first step into just getting a universal basic income, period. Yeah. You know, it's like, this is also, we have to remember, $1 trillion over a decade, which makes it seven times less money than we're going to give to the military. Actually, more than seven times less money than we're going to give to the military in that same period of time. So people are railing about this huge spending bill. It's like, I mean, I, I know I have some ideas about where we could pull that money from. Just, just one or two. Just, one just or two. saying. Like, don't get me wrong. This is better than nothing. But I am very tired. Literally my whole life. Like, since I have been engaged politically, which, let's say, I probably really started, like, getting into these conversations when I was, like, 16, 17, when you start realizing you're going to vote soon. Mm-hmm. And... Literally my whole life, older people, parents, adults, peers have said to me when I start getting angry about shit the government's doing is like, well, look at the stuff they did do. Like there was some positive direction, actual action taken. And it's like, yeah, I I don't want to hear that. Yeah, that's not that's not helpful because what they have done doing anything is not what we need. If you're playing a soccer game drinking a slushy in the middle of center field while everyone plays around you and you're the point guard or whatever the fuck the lead in soccer is. I don't know. It's not <laughs> basketball, but like that's not helpful to the game. Is it yeah, like, it's not, they're doing something technically like, but I, I don't need you to barely 
improve anything. I need you to improve everything now. I need you, Joe Biden, to not be saying, oh, we're not going to drill on Indian land, but then turn around and the next day approve a drilling deal in the Gulf of Mexico. It's like, this is this is the type of shit we need to be slowing down doing. Yeah. And we also need to Major. get on building our new fucking infrastructure because the oil's running out and we're going to need the oil to build an infrastructure that isn't dependent on oil because that's how our infrastructure works now. Yeah. So we're going to need that energy to build an energy like a green energy system, but we won't be able to build a green energy system if we keep not fucking doing it and using up all the oil in the meantime. Right. It's, it's just like everything he does as president is either just like literally say anything, dude, like literally say anything publicly to try to get people to do your thing. That is like the, that is the power of the presidency. Mm -hmm. The power of the presidency nationally and domestically is their ability to get into the ears and the faces of every especially in the modern like with our technology now you can get in the ears and faces of every citizen and actually have a heart to heart and sit down with them when, when equivalent shit everyone's talking about joe biden as the new fdr it's like one he clearly ain't because he's already accomplishing yeah. jack shit Duh. by comparison but also that's something fdr was great at I would say the defining thing about FDR is not all of his... I mean, yes, it was all of the major legislative stuff he pushed through, but it's more about how he pushed it through. Mm -hmm. And how he pushed it through was by his famous fireside chats, literally on a weekly basis. He broadcasts to the American people to explain this is what the problem Mm -hmm. is that I am trying to address with X policy, and this is how... X policy is going to address that problem because yeah if you just start doing stuff people aren't going to necessarily get it right. you need to take the time to walk them through what you're doing that is not only a good idea it's also called transparency and people like that crazy like, <laughs> it's it's just it's insane to me that we have a president who has been in the federal government for what harrison 50 years now probably they're about yeah. I, I think yeah i think it may be 40 technically i think he got he became a senator in the 80s right so it's yeah. like for 40 years this guy has been a member of the federal government for longer than i've been or harrison's been alive this guy Much. has been in f- the federal government mm-hmm. and yet he he doesn't seem to have any idea he was fucking vice president the guy doesn't seem to have any idea about how to be president he he sounded so bad this week like the one time that when he did say something which was like about the shootings like he just sounded very old so i'm gonna i'm I'm just gonna say it sleepy joe because here's the thing chris you and me we are adults so we can we can out we can actually say what we feel, which is, fuck Joe Biden. Did you notice how I didn't have to use a cutesy little uh, little code in order to uh, to get that quote across? Did you notice that, Chris? I did notice that you weren't saying the name of whatever that crowd wasn't saying that the reporter misheard what was it it was like brandon or something let's go brandon let's and go brandon. now it's like their cute little thing where they're like see the media is out to uh, it's also just like 
Who needs a dog whistle for fucking to say fuck, fuck Joe, Joe Biden. Biden? It's pretty easy. The people that voted for Joe Biden are not particularly pleased with Joe Biden. Yeah, no, like most of the people, myself included, who voted for Joe Biden weren't voting for Joe. We were just right. not voting for Trump. That's well, the it's whole also thing. just so funny that they have somehow built up this narrative of like the fact that you and I are so utterly disappointed in his total inability to do anything at the same time we live in such like a split mind reality that <laughs> the right-wing media has convinced those people that this is like the furthest left that the country is at. like that under joe biden the country is just like more left-wing than it's ever been and it's like oh my god couldn't like no no. You see, we're pissed because he hasn't done anything, and then you people are so fucking insane that you think that he's done so much that the course of the country has been fundamentally all... Like, I hear them say shit all the time, like, God, it's just like, never thought I'd see... He's the worst president ever. It's like, what are you fucking talking about? He doesn't like, do anything. He can't he be because he doesn't do anything. <laughs> Like, oh don't get me God. wrong, I hate him partially because he doesn't do anything, but, like, it's way worse to be Andrew Jackson. Like, <laughs> oh, my God. It's also, like, fucking Nixon was a, by, like, if we're talking about policies, Nixon is to the left of Joe Biden. Like, yeah. Like, it is, he is just not a super leftist, I mean, all, yeah, and everyone's, I mean, now we're getting off Joe Biden a little bit, but everyone's fucking opinion about how, like, everything's gotten worse or stuff has happened that hasn't happened. Like, I'll hear, like, random family members of mine say shit, like, yeah, and, like, now they've, like, defunded all these police stations. I'm like, which ones? Yeah. Literally, what the fuck are point, you talking about? point to a single police entity in any, in any municipality in the United right. States that has defunded their police. Oh, Because Chris. there ain't one. Chris, no, according to their own numbers, like the, the like Association of Police, uh, their funding has gone up nationwide since the yeah. killing of George Floyd. They've gotten more isn't that great? Isn't that isn't that just they got because because the people were so afraid that they would be held accountable after like people were like, yo, fuck off with that, they ended up dumping more money into it to protect them. Which is, I mean, and I don't know what it's like when you run into an officer around Raleigh. I have heard some stories that make it sound like, from you, that make it sound like off, like police officers in Raleigh are no, are no better than the ones in L.A. But it's like, we see officers in L.A. who are just, like, they don't do anything. Like, I haven't seen a police officer, like, help someone or, like, do anything that wasn't, like, turn their sirens on to run a red light and then, like, I don't know, pull somebody over and, like, berate them. Like, yeah. I mean, and and they fucking, like, every, it's, like, palpable. Like, the police assume whoever you are, unless you're, like, wearing an American flag t-shirt, that you hate them. Yeah. So it's creating this hilarious, like, this Feedback hilarious scenario hilarious. where the police are acting even more cartoonishly villainous. Yeah. Which is... Yeah, which is a feedback loop. So everyone who's like, the police are like evil. It's like now they like actively seem evil all the time because now they're they just are, like trying. Yeah, because they're just like actively not doing their jobs and like la like I I had I I don't know. It's 
and fucking Joe Biden. That's another another great Joe Biden bad content of his presidency, I guess, is he's giving and is very public about giving more money, more federal money to various police organizations across the country, which is just like, what are you fucking doing, man? Also, what is any Democrat doing when they're pro-police? The police are never going to support the Democratic candidate. Do not go after their vote or their support because you're not going to get it. And no one who is voting Democrat wants that. I know. Chris, I want it. I want it. So shouty this episode. I apologize. But Chris, no, don't you apologize. Good. Shouty Uh, is good. Folks, the bad bad. content really is the fact that I still don't have a fucking shiny Nidoran. That is bad. Believe the shit. We've been going. We've done bad content for like almost 20 minutes. For almost 20 fucking minutes. And no shiny Nidoran has appeared. Or maybe it has. Because it's confusingly blue and the exact same color as female Nidoran. Which I would be fine with a shiny. The only thing is that the shiny Nida Queen is green for some reason, which is very dumb. Because the shiny Nido King is blue, so it's a fun color swap. Mom, if you're listening, uh, these are Pokemon. Not consistent. <laughs> with and if, the, if you happen to be an older person who the, isn't my mother, and by older I just mean, you know, over 40. That's fair. I feel like a lot of our listeners come from you and therefore game theory sometimes. So I I think we get a lot of and I mean me by a lot of let me know listeners, listeners if you've enjoyed the the Pokemon asides in this episode tweet um, at Harrison tweet and at it is nigh. tweet at me tweet at it is nigh at Harry Stew at Chris Wine Leaderboard? Give us five stars if you're listening Give on Apple five Music stars. if you made it this far if you listen to this part of the episode absolutely <laughs> give us five stars please. Um, uh, Clearly, leader- it's good enough for you to listen to the whole thing. Do you want to check leader- the leaderboards, leaderboards, Mr. Stewart? Yes, please. Before we go, please. So our let's, our last episode let's was check a Thanksgiving the special. To see if I de- if I deserve this cupcake. I think you do because we uh, we're up. Huh? We're we're up to uh, sixteen listeners for our Thanksgiving special, and you <gasps> know what? I usually go back and listen to at least the first five minutes of our episodes Uh to make sure after i post them that i didn't like have an egregious editing error because that did happen once so Uh, and then i had to take it down and like re-edit and post again oh what was um, the what was the error i don't it was like like the the audio is like not synced up or some shit it was a very basic like i said i said the the p word and you left it out Yes, you said poopy pants, and I will need to take this out. Now you'll need to at one at 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 fifty two minutes. Chris said the p word live on air. <laughs> live on air, but we have sixteen listens from our Thanksgiving. That's session. so nice, and I thank and, you all. Yeah. All presuming that all or some sixteen of you return. Thank you so much for it for pie. And we're and Chris, I'm going to torture him for the rest of the year with Christmas content. I think. I think it's gonna be pretty horrible, but in like a fun. It will be. It will way. be because I'm definitely. We're definitely gonna do the worst of the like 
claymation ones that I've already decided. But then there's also some like really weird other rank. We'll see. We'll we'll talk. We'll talk. We'll talk. We'll figure it out. We'll also, I do want to give a special th- shout out at the very end here to Nicole Francesca. <gasps> we were number one podcast yes. on her Spotify yes. year end list. And I got to tell you, I didn't think we were going to be number one for anyone. So no, I we weren't number thrilled. one for me. Behind the Bastards was number one for me. Dude, we weren't even in the top ten for me. <laughs> oh, I was... We were... It is and I was like... Uh, it was like fifth. <laughs> <laughs> whatever, whatever. I'm glad man. you dig our show that much. <laughs> what? Whatever. Okay, yeah, no, it, now that I'm saying it back, it does some. <laughs> Got a bad, I don't know. My year in review is super weird. All of all of ours were, go listen to Harrison's other show, Wednesday Lounge. It's really good. Even if you oh, don't thanks. know that much about comics, I don't know that much about comics, and I love it. It's interviews with people who write and art and fart around the comics industry, and <laughs> usually they're all pretty, pretty fucking good, like they casual, good. Yeah. in a, in a, but in a nice way. Thank so go you, listen man. to that. Um, all right, happy uh, Thanksgiving's Hanukkah? over, and it, happy Hanukkah. Yes, that's right. It is. Hot. We are mid Hanukkah, so happy Hanukkah. There you go. All right. Bye bye. Bye bye bye. No fucking shiny. <laughs>